Hi guys, welcome to Hope with Jonathan podcast. And on this podcast, we will share the patient's personal story with battling kidney disease, dialysis, transplant, and more. Guys, we'll also share stories of hope and encouragement for those that are in need of a living kidney donor. We will also advocate for them a living donor to step forward to give them the miracle gift of life of transplant. Guys, based upon my personal near-death experience with kidney disease, I started this streaming show called Hope with Jonathan and also this podcast, Hope with Jonathan Podcast. Guys, if you want to hear more stories like this, please stay tuned. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Never let hope become a memory. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is in collaboration with Impact America Media, where we give hope to patients to continue on Stay motivated, inspire, and encourage them to continue in the journey. For more information on Impact America Media, please visit impactamericamedia.com. Again, Hope with Jonathan podcast is in collaboration with Impact America Media. Hey guys, this is Jonathan, the host of the Hope with Jonathan podcast. And hey guys, Hope with Jonathan now has a website, www.hopewithjonathan.com, where you can go over and find out where to follow us on all of our social media links, our podcast, our YouTube channel, and much more. Again, guys, for more information on Hope with Jonathan, you can go to www.hopewithjonathan.com. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Caden and, uh, you know, about his story and uh, give us uh, give us the full scoop. We'll let you tell it. So Caden, what we thought was normal, you know, here he comes into the world. At two and a half weeks old, he was considered failure to thrive. So we were sent to the emergency room and in our mind, okay, this is going to be a quick visit, you know, maybe get a specialty and he'll have a few appointments. That turned into 69 days of just trying to figure out. So when we went in, he had a sodium of 129 of what you would want it to be 129 but his sodium was 109 so the doctor was shocked that he was even thriving at that point so we're you know thrown into this emergency room into ultrasounds into whole world that we knew nothing about and
Hey guys, go over to www.kidneywarriormerch.com. Submit your story today and get a shot at being the Warrior of the Month. If you're selected as the Warrior of the Month, you'll get a chance to interview with Hope with Jonathan podcast. Whether you're a kidney warrior, kidney uh, dialysis patient, or even a kidney transplant patient, or maybe you've just been diagnosed with kidney disease, go over to www.kidneywarriormerch.com and submit your story today. Kidney Warrior Merch is a supporter of Hope with Jonathan podcast. Again, guys, that's www.kidneywarriormerch.com. Dot com. Hey guys, welcome back to Hope with Jonathan Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Trailer. Hey guys, I really appreciate all the feedback and support for the Hope with Jonathan Live and the Hope with Jonathan Podcast. Really, really appreciate it. And thanks again for everybody that's went over and subscribed to the YouTube channel at Hope with Jonathan. Really, really appreciate the the love and support. Uh, Again, guys, you can go over to my website, www.hopewithjonathan.com. Check out everything that's there. Uh, We have uh, warriors that are in need. Uh, Check out the friends page. Uh, Many different uh, people on there that I'm sharing uh, that are pretty much, you know, doing the same thing that I'm doing. Uh, sharing warrior stories, uh, helping people uh, try to find a living donor. Uh, so you've got like the, the Warriors Quest show on there. Uh, I'm featuring a Second Chance with Philip Harris Jones Jr. Uh, Mr. Kidney's on there. I've got uh, Urban there on there with Steve Belcher. Uh, I've got uh, Kidney Solutions on there. I've got Shane Blanchard on there at uh, Midwest Kidney Warriors. You you need to go over and check it out. Uh, There's a whole lot of different things. I've got merch on there as well, uh, if you're interested in all. Uh, This isn't for like personal profit. It's uh, basically to help support what we're doing with Hope with Jonathan. Uh, So if you guys are interested at all, you can go over, check it out, www.hopewithjonathan.com. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and roll into this podcast. Uh, On this week's episode, we have Miss... Janina Swift uh, sharing her warrior story regarding her son Caden. Guys, I want you guys to imagine living life as a child battling kidney disease. Not only that, but and I don't want to give away too much of the story. I want I want you guys to be able to listen uh, to her story. But imagine being a mom to a child as battling a chronic illness such as kidney disease and dealing with kidney failure. Uh, this is an amazing story. This one's not for the faint of heart. Uh, it's, a, it's an awesome story of uh, inspiration. And uh, I want you guys to really uh, take a listen really closely to this uh, story. This one, this one touched my heart for sure. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Janina. Uh, Swift. Uh, also, this was brought to us by KWM's Kyle Hockridge. Uh, Kyle had uh, got me hooked up with uh, Janina uh, Swift, and um, she was featured. We featured her as the uh, Warrior of the Month uh, on this uh, podcast. So, uh, again, guys, uh, I hope you guys 
Uh, enjoy this. Uh, if you haven't already been over to KWM Kidney Warrior Merch's uh, website, go over and check it out. Uh, they're offering uh, many different ways for you to share your story, uh, whether it's uh, through, um, you know, um, a, a message of hope or if you want to uh, write your bio, your personal story and share it with Kyle. He'll put it on your website. Also, if you're selected as the Warrior of the Month, uh, you get an interview with Hope with Jonathan. Uh, guys, again, appreciate Kyle, appreciate KWM for what they're doing in the kidney community. Also, definitely want to send a shout out to Janina Swift and uh, Caden uh, for for Janina coming on and, and sharing uh, her son's uh, personal story and her journey as well as a caretaker and a mom of a of a kidney superhero. And uh, I want you guys to really enjoy this. I'm going to let you go ahead and roll into this podcast. Really appreciate everybody's support. Again, guys, go over and subscribe to the Hope with Jonathan YouTube channel. Really appreciate uh, all the love and the subscribes that I've been getting. And uh, again, guys, go check out www.hopewithjonathan.com. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast. God bless you. Take care of your kidneys. Be safe out there. Hey guys, welcome to Hope with Jonathan. I'm your host, Jonathan Trailer. And tonight we have a very, very special guest with you uh, to bring to you tonight. Um, uh, has an incredible uh, story, and we'd like to uh, bring her on, uh, Hope with Jonathan. First of all, I'd like to thank everyone for joining the show tonight. Uh, please, I'd ask for you to uh, share this show uh, with your friends. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring on my good buddy, uh, co-host, uh, Kyle Hawkins from uh, Kidney Warrior Merch, uh, to join the show. And uh, we want to bring him on now. Kyle, how are you doing? Good, good, Jonathan. How are you doing? I'm doing well. If I could get all the technical difficulties uh, <laughs> that are going on tonight. I had to switch to my phone. Uh, the computer was acting a little haywire with me. And uh, I ended up having to switch on my phone. But that's okay. Uh, these things happen uh, from time to time. But I wanted to uh, bring you on tonight. Uh, as our co-host tonight, as we uh, introduce our guest, how's things been going with you and uh, Kidney Warrior Merch? Hi, uh, everything's going good. Um, very excited to have this guest on. It's been a little trial to get her on, but we now have her, and I, I think she's going to tell an amazing story. Absolutely, absolutely. Always an amazing story with uh, Hope with Jonathan, and uh, we always have a, a very special guest. Uh, trying to uh, focus on the warrior stories. Uh, this 
guest in particular has an incredible story. Uh, her son was uh, battling kidney disease. Uh, his name is Caden. And uh, Kyle, why don't you give us a little bit of history on the story? Um, yeah, uh, Janina came over to Kidney Warrior Merch and submitted her story uh-huh. to us. Um, we had a little meet and greet and offered her this opportunity. I had a chance to meet with Caden for a couple minutes, and he's an amazing little boy. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to let, let her tell her story. I'm not going right. to take away from giving her the opportunity. Right. And you uh, shared the story on your website that you share a lot of different warrior stories on. Uh, on uh, www.kidneywarriormerch.com. And uh, Kyle's uh, sharing warrior stories on there. If you'll submit your story with Kyle, he'll put it on his uh, warrior's wall. And as well, uh, as you know, if you uh, share your story, submit your story. And uh, with Kyle, he selects a warrior of the month. And uh, we'll end up doing an interview. Uh, So that's an amazing thing. Thanks, uh, Kyle, for doing that. I think it's an awesome feature on your website. And I think it's a great thing that you're doing. Thank you. Yep. Hey, guys, uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and uh, bring on our special guest uh, tonight. And uh, let's welcome to the show uh, Janina. Thank you for having me. I always love getting. How are you doing tonight? I am good and just enjoying getting to do this. I love sharing Caden's story. Any chance I get, that's why I was really excited to get this opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you doing the show with Hope with Jonathan. And uh, I appreciate you submitting your story with Kyle and uh, Warrior Merch. And uh, I've read over the the story of Caden on there uh, by the blog that you uh, submitted to him and uh, the bio story. And uh, man, what an incredible story. I, I was really inspired and definitely wanted to have you on the show. Why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about yourself? Well, Caden is my second. I have a older girl, she's 12. So when Caden came along, I thought, oh, I knew what I was doing. Um, but he was definitely a surprise and he stays that way. He, <laughs> he never stops, you know, with that smile and just, he lights up the world you know kyle said he met him and he was all excited to tell him all the stuff he was doing with superheroes and he that's just who he is and i think because he's been had such a rough start he's now like he's got this joy that you just don't see in a lot of kids now you know he's got this imagination and he just he wants to go he wants to know everybody he wants to know what's going on in your life today (laughs) so that's awesome that's awesome. Uh, as most kids, you know, they're real excited. And uh, a lot of kids like superheroes. I know when I, I grew up, and I still do, uh, I enjoyed like Batman, Superman, 
uh, oh, yeah. you know, all the all the big major uh, superstars. And then I'm still like a big fan of like Marvel movies. So all the new stuff that comes out and all these new movies, I'm such a huge fan of. So and uh, I, my kids are a little bit older than Caden, but uh, we sit down and normally enjoy my, my son. He's 18. Uh, but we've uh, always enjoyed those type of movies. I'm sure Caden enjoys those as well. Oh, he likes when well, he watches the Avengers cartoons and he has all his guys lined up and they're chopping. And I'm, he's like, look, mom, look what they could do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so oh, that amazing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Caden and, uh, you know, about his story and uh, give us uh, give us the full scoop. We'll let you tell it. So Caden, what we thought was normal, you know, here he comes into the world at two and a half weeks old. He was considered failure to thrive. So we were sent to the emergency room and in our mind, okay, this is going to be a quick visit, you know, maybe get a specialty and he'll have some, a few appointments yeah. that turned into 69 days of just trying to figure out. So when we went in, he had a sodium of 129. Yeah. Of what you would want it to be 129, but his sodium was 109. So the doctor was shocked that he was even thriving at that point. So we're, you know, thrown into this emergency room, into ultrasounds, into a whole world that we knew nothing about. And then right away, the specialist that he has now, the nephrologist, came in and she said, I know what it is. And one of the things about Caden is most people are born with two ureters. Caden was born with three. So because of that, it created a balloon, a uterine seal. So then instead of going out, everything was just getting backed up. But by the time we caught it, the doctors caught it, the damage was done. So at this point, it was the big question of what do we do from here? So, you know, they're, okay, let's try to relieve the pressure. Let's try to get out the fluid. Um, we did all that. We tried all that, tried to bring the kidney back. Unfortunately, as we know now, there was no bringing it back. It had done its damage. So now the question was, okay, what's our next step? He had a G-tube placed and I learned all about what peritoneal dialysis was, which I knew nothing about. So they place his peritoneal dialysis catheter, which Basically, you're doing, instead of hemodialysis, which is blood, you're putting a fluid through him because he can't, his kidney can't regulate. His kidney cannot recycle, cannot function as normal kidney should. Because the point of a kidney, the big point is your red blood cells and obviously to regulate your waste. He couldn't move any of that. So that's what the peritoneal dialysis does. It removes the waste. So here he is one month old, already has a catheter, you know, the dialysis catheter placed, his G-tube placed, and every day was up and down. There was no telling sometimes when I'd walk in the hospital what I was walking into. Those days, those first 69 days were so hard because I was ready for a baby, but not a kidney baby, which as I come to find out, and many people know, no kidney patient is the same. So there is no go to this file, go look this up. You'll see the same case. It wasn't like that. So with Caden, 
it was step by step. We had to learn it slowly because you can't rush it. You can't move too fast. Yeah. You can't push his body because here he is. He's one month old at this point. You can't push his body. You have to ease him into it. So every day I'm walking into the hospital, not sure where numbers were going to be, if we're going to be rushed into a procedure. And I have a seven-year-old at home trying to go. I spent the week driving to the hospital every day, driving mm-hmm. home, dropping my daughter off at school, trying to learn all these medical terms. Medical terms I had no idea. You know, we had to learn creatinine numbers, BUN numbers, because I wanted to make sure that when they told me numbers, what was I looking for? You can tell me all the numbers all day, but if I don't know what I'm yeah. looking for, it does me no good. So I spent a lot of time questions. What is this? Why are we doing this? The nurses on the PICU learned real quick, don't do anything unless I know, because they put an NG tube in his nose at night, and I came in the next day, and I was like, whoa, what did you do? And I was like, oh, no, explain to me what we're doing, because I want to be through every step, because with these kidney kids, each step is so important, because you can't miss one vital spot. You miss that question. You know, that's the thing. People think, oh, it's just one simple number. In a normal, healthy person, which all kidney people are healthy. That's how I see it. As long as your numbers are good. But for Caden, because he was so small, each number had to be gradually moved up or moved down because moved too fast and his body would struggle to respond. So Mm -hmm. first, you know... Like I said, I the first time they put a G-tube in him, you know, and a G-tube is there to get his medicine, get his feed, because he didn't have really that taste for a bottle. Mm-hmm. So it was, that was the one thing I did insist was that he keep the bottle, even if he was on feed. So I was learning how to work with the G-tube. I'll never forget, right. I sat in a chair, they handed him to me, the G-tube popped out. I was scared out of my mind that I broke him. I told the nurse, I broke him. Take him, I broke him. And she was like, you didn't break him. It happens. And I was like, okay, but still take him because I really was like, I thought I broke him. Yeah. But G-tube is so important. He has it now because he dehydrates fast. I don't think everyone realizes how much fluid you need to take in. That's one of the biggest things with Caden, especially he dehydrates. So we learned when he was small They really had to find that balance every day. It was just, okay, here I am. What are the numbers today? What are we looking at? That's what I did for 69 days. Wow. If I tell you I remember, really, (laughs) there are certain (laughs) moments that stick out. Some of it's a blur because I was just, uh, he needed me to be there. I needed to be there every day to, okay, where are we? Who's on the team? Because as kidney patients, you guys have a team. Caden has an amazing team. They've been with him since he was little. He's been with the same nephrologist. She is amazing. We just saw her this morning, (laughs) as a matter of fact, because he went to get checked for numbers. But those first three, almost three months, were the toughest months. Because there were definitely moments where you kind of look at him and go, how much more can he take? Wow. How much more can we, you know, we got to the point where we couldn't stick him for IVs anymore because 
he's so tiny, the veins were, you know, blowing. Yeah. We had to get to the point where we stuck it in his head. Oh. There's, yeah, there's, I will tell you, there's nothing like seeing that, but we had no oh. choice. His feet, he couldn't go through his legs. I mean, the head was the last place, and it's not something that I can tell you is great to look at. No. But we had to do it, and it's tough. You, when you're in that atmosphere, you're just going, but then you kind of sit back and you're like, whoo, okay. Yeah. We, did, we made it. So I couldn't imagine. I mean, um, being a parent myself, uh, watching your child go through something traumatic, you know, like that. Um, where do you, where do you find your sense of strength from? Him. Because I can only say to myself, if he can go through all of that, then the least I can do is stand there and be his advocate, be the push he needs. You know, if I wasn't sure, if I, if I had a question, what are we doing? Stop. Time out. We need to reevaluate or whatever it is that I figured that's the least I can do. He has fought hard to be here. You know, like I said, we had some low moments, you know, and we always in the back of your mind, you do worry, but he's got strength. And if he can do this, the least I can do is stand by him, be an advocate and just keep his world, you know, as in the moment as we can, because that's what's so important. So was his situation kind of a rare situation or what, what are the likelihoods of a, of a child experiencing something like what you guys faced with Jaden? In our case, it was really rare because there's no like genetics. There's, we went through both sides of the family. There was no history. That's why when it occurred, we were hit. You know, some people can get the ultrasounds, prepare all of that. We don't have any history. I know my oldest child, as healthy as anything, I mean, she very rarely gets sick. So yeah. there was no, there's no thought of, oh, this might come up. We've been through the line, gone down to great, great grandpa. There is no. no even, it's just one of those rare genetic things that happen with Caden. So, so he ended up ultimately having to do dialysis for how long? 15 months. 15 months. Wow. That yeah. is incredible that he had yeah. to do it that long. And that's the thing, too, is because, like, when you're kind of in it, you don't realize, like, you know, he how uncomfortable he pro he was because all that fluid sits in that little body yeah. because that has to regulate him all day. Right. So right. just rolling over was hard. Just getting him to sit up. I mean, he was at PT, you know, physical therapy three times a week just to try to get his muscles where he could at least sit, you know, because that's, even though he was happy, you can tell now that he was uncomfortable because you look back, you look back at the pictures and you can see his little face was like all swollen, you know, cause he was full of the fluid. Plus he got special feeds because the goal was to get him to 21 pounds. Right. Then he would be big enough for an adult sized kidney. Right. But, Kidney, special kidney kids, they gain ounces. They don't gain pounds. So we'd be excited by an ounce, <laughs> two wow. ounces. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it was 15 months because he had to get to 21 pounds before they would consider him, like putting him even on the list because anything less than that is not safe because he has an adult and it's a very large kidney, actually, the one he has. Mm -hmm. So 
in that case, they have to get to the 21 pounds. They have to get, you know, all these labs cleared. They have yeah. to take all these steps. So, you know, you're making sure they get their dialysis. They're, you're making sure they go to their kidney appointments, their physical therapy, their, you know, occupational, all the different things for 15 months just to try to get him. You know, that's what we kept in front of us. We want you at 21 pounds. Yeah. You don't want to miss a feed. You know, you, you don't leave your house because you're like, I don't want to miss a feed. He's got to get, you know, because every ounce counts. You want to get him to what I call his second chance, you know. Yeah. So. So Katie received a kidney. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. Um, would you like to, how, how, would you like to tell the story of where he got his kidney from? So in Caden's case, we got it through an exchange program, which I don't, you know, I think sometimes we forget because it's not, you know, I had to read up on it too. But basically my little brother uh, gave a kidney to a little boy in Virginia actually. So that way a gentleman from Colorado gave his kidney, which is the one Caden has now. And the gentleman actually funny enough in Colorado, the reason he donated was because he had gone to a seminar and had heard all about kidney donation and the program. And he said he was just moved to help somebody because he said, I have two. I only need one. Why should I have two when all these people are waiting on a list? So that's how it was explained to us is why he actually gave his kidney. So that's how Kane was able to get it because we had to do. And then the little boy in Virginia, his dad actually gave to someone else. So it was a full circle. Yep. Do you know how many people were in the thing, or was that the end? I think that was the end. I think the dad to that little boy was done, as far as we were told. So, um, and have you have you had an opportunity to meet your donor? Our donor actually wanted to really remain anonymous. Okay. He just wanted the gift to be what it was. He was really just happy to donate and happy that it um, it found home, as I say. So yeah. that was his thing. He just wanted. You know what I mean? Like I said, he was really touched. And when he heard all the facts about the people, you know, waiting on a list, all the people who are just, you know, some unfortunately passing before they even get their kidney, he's like, here I am. You know, I got two. I should, I should give one. So that was his, you know, his way of saying, here you go, his gift. Now I know you're in South Carolina, correct? Yes. Did the uh, transplant happen in South Carolina or Colorado? In South Carolina, they shipped, they brought the kidney in. So my brother went to surgery. It was February 21st, 2017. My brother went to surgery um, that morning. Uh, we had to have him there by six o'clock. So that kidney went, they pulled Caden about 4.30. And then at, they called us again at, you know, you're waiting out in this waiting room, basically pacing at 10 o'clock to tell us, okay, you know, we got it in there. It was larger than they thought. So they warned us that when he would come out, he wouldn't actually be closed. So when we saw him again at 1.30, he was out, obviously. But he was open. So you could see everything because it was so swollen. And then it was such a large kidney that normally they would leave your, norm, you know, your, what's the word, natural kidney in there. 
but because the kidney was so large, they actually took his out. So he only actually has the one smaller one that does not work and then his transplant, but they had to leave him open. So that was a bit of a shock at 1.30 in the morning. You know, there he is like laid out all kind of, and there's just mesh. So you can see everything. They prepare wow. you for a lot. I give the doctors MUC. They gave him a beautiful chance. They prepare you for about everything. But I was not ready for that. Like 1.30, you know, I've slept all day. I've been there since 5.30 in the morning. And he's just, you know, they said, well, we got to wait till the morning. So the swelling would go down. So that way they could stitch him up, which meant he had to go back into the ER. And then from February 21st was 30 days in the hospital. They thought it would be about two weeks. But Caden's kidney, which is going to sound weird, but it didn't, like, wake up right away. So, right. which I didn't realize another, <laughs> that that could happen. Yeah. So, his Caden's kidney did not wake up, which is kind of an odd concept. So, we kind of got him to wake up, but then he would swell. So, we'd have to put him back to sleep, intubate, and I saw them do hemo lines in his neck. I watched his first biop biopsy, and I watched them intubate. I was standing next to medical students. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. I've seen enough. Oh, I don't need to go to medical school. <laughs> like I've seen, enough. but wow. Yeah, I mean, we had to make tough choices because then at one point, he was on so much medication. There's a there's this amazing doctor. She and I kind of had to have a conversation. We had to pull it aside and we had to say, well. He's up to, he's up too high. He was starting to, he was about 18 months old and he's looking at ceiling. He's not even looking at you. So we knew they'd gone too high. So yeah. we had to wean him off, which is a weird process because normally you hear about that in adult, you know, not that they didn't carefully regulate, but he was just so quick in reaction. Like he just would swell and then, okay, everyone's reacting. So we had to bring him back down. He'd wake up here and there, but it was a full 24 days before he woke up and then another six to transition him from the picky floor to a regular floor till he could go home. But he dehydrates really quick. So probably from about March to October of that year, we were in and out. We were back and forth. So it was so I got a question. Um, so how did Caden, what was his response and how was his uh, spirit and emotions during this time? It's funny. You know, he actually was the ham. I have pictures of him when we finally wake him up and he is this green sponge. And, you know, the nurses would be so excited because when you're in that type of care, we got to know a lot of the picky nurses from going in and out. We got to know a lot of the regular nurses. So Caden was their favorite. You know, he learned because he didn't talk till he was almost two, he had sign language. And so he would entertain them that way. And he has a love of music. Caden loves music above anything else. You put music on and he's going to dance. Right. So they would put music and he would go and he would move. So even through it all, he kind of, found his own center of happiness. Like, you know, he'd yeah. still light up. It's funny because yeah. his doctor is like one of his favorite people, <laughs> you know, and this is a doctor he's been through, but she's one of his favorite people. Like he loves telling his classmates when he's on virtual school about his doctor. And they're like, 
that's not, <laughs> they don't know. But for Caden, like, that's who we grew up with. You know, she would walk him down the hallway when he finally learned. You know, they would put music on and he would stand, sit in the bed and he would clap. And he just found his happiness, even kind of through everything. He was always a pretty happy guy. Yeah, music can be very therapeutic. So, oh, yeah. You put that on and you lost. There goes Kenny. <laughs> well, so, you mentioned, awesome. you mentioned school. Did you go to regular school? Um, this year, because of the pandemic, we've done virtual. I've been teaching preschool at home. <laughs> so, he'll go back, though. Doctors, his team agrees that he can go back in the fall for kindergarten because enough people here in South Carolina will have had their vaccinations. I have mine. I actually just got my oldest today. So she feels, his doctor feels that more than enough teachers, um, you know, students, well, at least the younger ones, parents will have gotten it. Cause I, I think people need to know that, you know, it's important they get this vaccine, not just for themselves, but for people like Caden, cause he can't, we're not sure when he can get his, although he said he would sign right up. He told his sister, I'll go. <laughs> so, um, He's excited, though, because he gets to go back. And he said, I'm going to go see my friends, and he's going to go play. You know, he missed that this year. No, in, in the future, will he be able to play any sports or participate in anything? Or is it a precaution? Um, for him, it's just really the contact sports. We actually were able to do a small year of t-ball. Um, he enjoyed it. Yes, it was more rolling in the dirt, but he, he loved it because – it was the first time I think like he was on a team, you know, he's watched his sister be on the team. He's watched other people for him. He was on a team. He could run the bases. Yes. He ran right past them. He didn't stop. <laughs> we had to, they had to get a coach to just stand there and go, no, Kaden, run the, but he loved it. So he can't wait till, you know, next year when it's a little bit less scary <laughs> to go back to that. We do swim lessons now. So he enjoys that. So how old is Caden now? He's five. He'll be six in September. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And his uh and his function of the kidney and his labs and all that now are are doing really well. Yep. We've been getting a lot of really good labs. We had one number that kind of was going up and down, but from what the doctor said, they think it's more scar tissue, which unfortunately one we gotta roll with. So yeah. we just make the best of it for right now. He still just yeah. sees you, you know, you know how that is, scar tissue. We can't as much as I want to take it away. What are you gonna we do? Gotta, <laughs> we gotta roll with it. So yeah. it's amazing. You said he was born with a three uterus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. I've never heard that before. This is like a first for me. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of firsts with Caden, like the three ureters and then his sodium was 109, which for his nephrologist who had been, you know, in kidney for, I think she said 15 years at the time, she had never seen the sodium that low. And he was still that chill baby. Like when she came in to check him out, he was laying, you know, one of those big um, emergency room beds. He's like, that's big. And he just looked up at her with these bright eyes. And she's like, he's sick. And that's also one of the things we found with Caden is he's very good at hiding when he's sick. So yeah. sometimes we don't. You know, he's very good at that. And we think it's because his body had to adapt for so long. So, but yeah, he's just, you know, you wouldn't know it. If you look at him, if he runs through the yard, he just he's just going. That's it. Yeah. 
No, that's awesome. And you say now he's really active and likes to play and run around and living, living his best life with transplant. That's and that's all we can hope is, yeah. you know, that he just wakes up every day and he's just the happiest guy ever. I mean, if you can just let him out in the yard with a soccer ball, there he goes. <laughs> he's just that and the superheroes. He takes off and there's no, you know, you gotta go, come on, Kate, you gotta come. He won't come back. He just keeps running. <laughs> Who's his favorite? He would have to say Captain America or Hulk. Those are his two favorites. Okay. Captain yeah. America. Yeah. He's a, he's a really cool character. Yeah, that's what Kane thinks. He likes to throw his shield, so you got to watch out. Every once in a while, the shield just goes flying by. <laughs> yeah, I've got one here. I've got a oh. actual authentic oh Captain America God. shield. Do not show that to him because he would tell you that that's his. <laughs> and it, and this, it's, it's metal, too. <laughs> oh, my. Yep, Kane yeah. would love that. Yeah, so yeah, I definitely enjoy the movies. So he likes to sit and he gets really excited, and then he'll jump up and he'll start like, try, and I'm like, no, no, I'm not super. Don't come at me. I actually have a suit as well uh, that was given to me by an advocate friend. So um, yeah, so I, I I I wouldn't wear it for the interview though. <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying, Caden might be like, wait, where's mine? He's got the capes, though. He likes to wear his capes, and we got him the little mask, so he likes to put those on. As long as he's not standing on the furniture, we're okay. He can fly anywhere he'd like. Just don't fly off the furniture. <laughs> That's my yes. rule. Yeah. Well, Caden has an amazing story, and uh, I'm really glad that you had the opportunity to come on and share the story. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity for you to share and uh, talk about awareness and things like that. Um, appreciate you coming on. It's, it's, it's an awesome story. Um, and, uh, amazing, amazing story of overcoming, surviving and, uh, you know, overcoming uh, obstacles because life is, you know, as you know, it's, it has its ups and downs. Uh, so this is just one of those stories. that's really, uh, impactful for those that are going through something that's, you know, uh, that's tough and definitely uh, takes a lot of strength. Why don't you talk a little bit about your support? Who's your who's your support or what type of support do you lean upon? Um, definitely in the beginning, I had some, you know, I have some great friends. You know, my village got a little smaller because I don't think always, you know, I think when you get in a situation like that, people aren't always sure, like, how do I approach this? But I have some really good friends who even – you know, I can call up now and they know, like, okay, they know the certain codes, like, oh boy, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they've come through, you know, when I need someone to um, watch my oldest, you know, especially those back and forths. My oldest has an amazing grandparent, you know, she is, I mean, Christmas Eve one year I had to call her and go, I got to bring them in. And she said, okay, I'll meet you and then go. Like, you have to have those people, you know, because it's hard. My family is all up north. So I've kind of made my own family with friends and they're amazing. You know, I can't tell you times I had to call them and they go, okay, where do you need me? Where do I pick up a mirror? Because that's my oldest, you know, that first time when I was in the pediatrician and had to run to MUSC with Kaden, when the pediatrician looks at me and goes, I'm sorry, you have no choice. You have to go. Here's the map. They're waiting for you. Yeah. I had to call, you know, I had to call my oldest Nana, and I was like, "Okay, she's at school. 
I don't know what else to tell you. Can you pick her up? No questions asked, you know, and having those people in your corner who you can call and they go, okay, they, they just know, you know, or those people that in the tough days where, you know, maybe we've all kind of had a meltdown because <laughs> we're, you know, sometimes Caden's a little tired, you know, they show up with coffee. Coffee is yeah. my friend, <laughs> but I have, <laughs> I am, I'm lucky. I have some really good friends who even, you know, through all the crazy, they're still there and they're everyone, you know, they text me and they're like, Hey, still there. <laughs> like, do you need anything? Do you need a minute? Um, and you know, like I said, when I got to go, because as we know with these, especially with Caden, things can change like this and they oh, go, sure. okay, how can I help? That yeah. means more, you know, than anything. Cause sometimes oh, yeah. you do, you got to drop and roll. That's, yeah. that's what uh, I always say. <laughs> no, support, support is huge. Uh, especially, you know, friends, uh, you know, sometimes uh, family, but, you know, sometimes people don't have family. So you have to depend upon friends or uh, sometimes, you know, your local church or uh, community center or uh, wherever, wherever you can find, you know, support. Um, anytime you're dealing with a, a chronic illness or a situation, you know, you need support. It's not easy to go through alone. And uh, if you're a person of faith, you definitely depend upon your faith, uh, prayers, things like that. Um, and uh, also, you know, you need someone to talk to and release all those, uh, you know, emotions and things like that, that you want to kind of get out. You don't want to leave those in, uh, especially when you're dealing with something like kidney disease. It's it's so it has its physical uh, debilitating, you know, uh, aspects, but then the mental uh, debilitation is uh, very, very real and very strong because it can definitely uh, depress you. It can cause you a, a lot of stress, especially at the beginning. So it's great to have a very strong support uh, team and, uh, you know, people around you that are uh, positive. And uh, I'm sure you found that with your friends. Yeah. Well, I think too, the most, one of the bigger lessons I learned because I think at first I like just with, you know, I felt like, okay, I got to do this. It's your mentality. And I realized, you know, like you have to ask for that help. You, you can't, you know what I mean? You have to be able to say, okay, whew, because when this happened, like, I, I mean, I didn't know anyone, you know, who had a child like Kaden. I didn't yep. know anyone, you know, so I think in that sense, like, I kind of was like, okay, I got this, like, I can do this. And then one day I realized, no, you, you got to ask for the help. And I think that's one of the big things too, is when I, you know, tell the story and bring the awareness is like, don't be afraid of that because you have to ask the questions. You have to ask for help or else, you know, like you said, all those emotions, because this is not a, you know, it's going to end tomorrow. This is a yeah. life. Yeah. You know, you know, and that's what I always say with Caden is Caden is a journey. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. it's ongoing. It's not going to, we can't yeah. put a bandaid on it and fix it. We have to yep. take, you know, put those things in place, the emotional support, the yep. all of that. Yeah. It's not, it's not a hundred yard dash. It's a, it's a lifelong track meet. And, exactly. uh, you know, you're going to have little bumps in the road and things that's going to come up. Sometimes you're going to slow down, speed up, you know, but there's going to be things that happen. You know, you may trip a little bit along the way, but, you know, it's 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 staying engaged and being your own advocate. You have to be your own best advocate. And uh, like you said, you know, asking questions and things like that and, and talking with people, um, you know, the more the more uh, I don't believe there's a stupid question when it comes to 
you know, your health and kidney disease and things like that. As a matter of fact, I met with my nephrologist team today and uh, I stayed on the phone. Normally it's about a five minute conversation, but we were on the phone on the telehealth for about 15 minutes uh, because, you know, I had some questions and, uh, you know, I, I just really feel like it's important that if you have questions, you should definitely ask them and don't don't bite your tongue because you're talking about your health. So it's important to ask questions for sure. Well, that's what I always say too. And with Caden, it's so, it's so important because we're, you know, we're looking lifelong, you know, that's what we want for all the kidney, you know what I'm saying? We want this to be lifelong. So that's why I always say with Caden too, always ask what he can do rather than say what he can't do. Let's figure out where he fits in, you know, rather than just saying, no, we can't, you know, I'd rather have people, you know, I've had people who say, oh, I don't know if I should ask you this or I, I'd rather you ask me than you just say, well, maybe he can, you know, like that's so important. And like you said, with the doctors, it's so, and that's why he's so lucky because he is an amazing nephrologist, you know, and she's, she's family. Like, you know, we go to her and be like, Hey, what do you think? Like when we're starting with the world opening back up, how far do we put, how far do we bring Caden? You know, what can we do? So we've started with the baby steps, you know, and then, but having that, the team, the questions, it's really so important. Hey, we're going to take a quick break real quick and uh, let a message come in through here. And uh, then we'll be right back. Okay, guys, y'all stay uh, in touch with Hope with Jonathan. Please share this with your friends. Really appreciate everybody reaching out. Uh, Melissa Trailer, thank you for watching. That's my wife. So hello, Melissa. Thank you for watching and commenting. Uh, Steve Belcher, appreciate you, brother. Uh, Philip Jones, appreciate you. Thanks for watching. Uh, again, we've got uh, Robert Love, appreciate you watching. And again, um, Maureen Brindley, thank you so much. Appreciate everyone's commenting uh, for watching the show. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Again, guys, going back to uh, Kyle, I really appreciate you having us uh, do this show and uh, bringing uh, with uh, Caden uh, in front of me and uh, bringing, you know, suggesting her come on Hope with Jonathan. This has been a really impactful, informative show, uh, not only for awareness, just for uh, the uh, the story of strength and overcoming uh, life and. Uh, especially dealing with a you know a child that's gone through something so dramatic, uh, this has definitely been a powerful story, and uh, it's going to give hope to other people that are battling uh, sort of the same things. Um, you know, it's it's always important I think to share your story for that aspect is because you never know who it's going to come across, and you never know who you're going to inspire. And like the name of the show, give hope. Uh, so uh, we definitely appreciate you coming on doing this show. Uh, Kyle, did you have any more questions for uh, Janina? Yeah, I actually, um, not really questions, just comments. 
you know, we, we meet a lot of adults and that's the patients we meet. And meeting your son, even for that two minutes that I was able to get his attention, he's such an amazing boy. And, you know, I, I follow you. I watch the pictures, him eating his ice cream, playing at the park. And he's always so happy. He's such an amazing young boy. But for you, you know, I'm not a kidney patient myself. I'm the partner of a kidney patient. My wife has kidney disease. And I know on this side, it can be very tough, but I could never imagine being a mother or a father of a child with kidney disease. So I really commend you for your strength um, for moving forward every day and Absolutely. taking care of your son and giving him the best life you can possibly give him. So I commend you for everything you've done for your son. And I commend you for bringing his story to life because I think I, I remember when, when we talked one time, one of the things you said, you found it very hard to find information or support of another mom. So I hope this interview will bring out a connection for you that you're gonna help someone else. But you're amazing too. He, he is, you are, your whole family is really amazing. And I, yeah, so keep, keep it up. And I mean, we're here to help you too. And I want to talk to him again. I wish it wasn't so late. I'm sure he's in bed right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he just goes. So if yeah. we can get him to lay down as long as his body's not moving. <laughs> you know, maybe sometime we could bring both of you on. Uh, this is a really laid back atmosphere. And, uh, you know, maybe even if it was just for a few minutes. Maybe he could uh, come on. So maybe we'll have you back on the show sometime. And, uh, uh, he was him so happy. Run. I remember <laughs> he was happy. I was his first Canadian he ever got to talk to. He wanted yeah. to come play in the snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't really yeah. get a lot of snow here in South Carolina. So. Kyle's the only Canadian I speak to, and sometimes I wonder why. But <laughs> I'm um, still waiting for my noose. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> She, you can tell them that Janina thinks that there's moose roaming all around Canada freely. On the right. shows, Just, in the Canadian shows, there's moose everywhere. Right, moose <laughs> and uh, mounties. So right. we're, you know, because right, right, because every time you see something on TV or a show, you know, they show these Canadian mounties, and uh, <laughs> according to Kyle, they're they're not uh, very uh, much, uh, you know, around. So I was too. I was let down. I, I felt like to you. walking oh. by and, and <laughs> you'd see moose in the and he said no. And I was like, well, what? The day, we spoke, the day we spoke, I was near a park, and she asked me to show her a moose, and it was just an empty park. There was no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle, you should have just smiled and said, "There you go." Yeah. <laughs> you kind of, you kind of resemble a bowwinkle. So. <laughs> no, just kidding. All love, all love. Not, uh, I love to joke around. I'm sorry. Let me mute this. That's my med alarm. Uh, so. I, I have my immune suppressant set to my phone. So, uh, but anyway, I'm a, I'm a kidney transplant patient as well. So I, I take my immune suppressants and that's a good way to learn how to take your meds is by setting an alarm on your phone. So. See, and I see that and that's things that I'm like, okay, when Katie gets old enough, yeah, no, it's amazing because I'm in a mindset where I already know I have to take them, 
but the phone helps and there's been situations that we've been out and you know i get caught up in the moment and then all of a sudden my phone will go off and i go oh yeah that's right i gotta take my meds and so it's a great way uh you know we're always carrying our phones and so it's kind of a uh, not foolproof plan but it's a it's a good plan to have and uh, i have both of them said in the morning and in the nighttime so it's a great plan let me ask you one question if you can give encouragement or advice to any other parent out there with a child with kidney disease, what would you encourage or advice would you give them? The best, you know, some of the best advice I got was from um, a case manager, one of the first ones we ever had at the hospital. She had been there since 1988. <laughs> and, you know, here I am in but she said to live life with an eraser, which is my, you know, you see it on my uh, Facebook group. And it's something I live by because one of the, I'm a planner, but as I learned with Caden, I can't really plan and I have to know that it's okay. So like, it was just such a great advice because we get so stuck on like, we have to. And with these kids, you have to be willing to say, no, we don't, you know, and you have to be willing to be in that advocate. Don't be scared to say, oh, you know, I'm not okay with that. We got to back up. Um, I'll tell you a story. So there was a new like med student that came in um, during Caden's stay for transplant. And he was just very, you could tell he was very kind of too confident. And he, but then he kept asking me weird questions. And I was, I told the nurse, I said, don't bring him back in here. I said, don't let him, I, I said, don't let him go near anybody else because that he will have every parent in here scared because I already knew how things were. I could kind of go, mm, that's not right. You're not asking me, you know what I mean? But I told the nurse, I said, don't let him go near anybody else because it was his bedside man, you know, and it was just, but you have to be not afraid to do those things because sometimes, you know, we get, okay, they know for sure. Sometimes as parents, we have to listen and go, wait, 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 this is my kid. I got to advocate because like I said, this is a lifetime of advocate and, you know, I'm advocating now, but I'm also trying to teach him to advocate, you know, cause he's going to be in that room one day and I won't always be there. So he has to know, like, I can stand up for myself. And that's something, you know, I try to teach Caden from the get go, you know, funny story when he was a kidney, you know, they check his belly and everything. And he was like, no touch my private. Like he knows the rules. Like, you know, right. but like you yeah. have to teach him that because All right. that, you know, yeah, we carry them now. I carry yeah. it now, but eventually I will have to say, Caden, you're gonna have to, you know, like yeah. I won't know what to do, but <laughs> I have yeah. to hand it to him. And that's the biggest thing is like, we have to be their voice when they have no voice, but then we also have to teach them to be their own voice because like you said, you take your medicine. Well, that's not, you know, that has to be on you. So that's something he has to learn as well. Like, okay, my yeah. man okay yeah. wait something didn't make sense in my appointment today you know i will be there for caden 100 percent, but i can't be there every doctor's appointment you know after 18 you know what i mean like i'll go with yeah. you he has to be in that chair he has to yeah, yeah. so Sorry. go ahead go John. ahead go ahead no go ahead kyle speaking good, about though. the medicines i like jonathan just took his pills mm -hmm. uh for caden is it in a liquid format or is he taking pills no he takes the liquid in the g-tube for right now um because he's just not there's no yeah. way we can get him because he takes about yeah. eight uh, he takes about 10 medicines so to get a five-year-old 
Uh, that'd be really. This, I mean, he takes his, his allergy right medicine. Here. This right uh, here. This keeps me straight right here. This is how I do it. It's I have uh, a, you know. I have a 16 year old that can't take an Advil or a Tylenol. So exactly. Uh, you know. Yeah. 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 I think it's great advice what you were talking about. Uh, and then, you know, I, I'm kind of facing the same scenario because my children are older now. Um, I've got an 18 year old, a 17 year old, and uh, my 18 year old's in college. He just finished his first year of college. And my 17 year old just graduated high school. And I'm kind of in that in between stage where, you know, do I let them go ahead and start deciding to do things? And it's hard. You know, it's hard. It's hard to let go sometimes as a parent. You know, my son reminded me the other day, he's like, Dad, I'm. I'm going to be a sophomore in college next year. Can you kind of back off a little bit? I'm like, no, you don't understand until you have children. You're never going to understand that, you know, but at, at some point I do realize I had to kind of take a step back and said, you know what? Yeah. I've got to kind of start, you know, backpedaling just a little bit and letting him kind of learn some things. So, but it's, it's, it's tough and uh, it, it, it's, it's a task, but I think that just goes along with being a parent. I know my mom, uh, even though I'm 43, uh, she, you know, she still worries about me. She still, you know, calls. We still talk on the regular. And, you know, she's told me before herself, she says, I'll, I'll never stop worrying about you. And so I think this is just a God-given installed thing that you'll always be, you know, thoughtful and think, thinking about your uh, welfare of your children, you know, so. Especially, you know, especially when you look at kids with, you know what I'm saying? We're just yeah. trying to get to, you know, the older ones, like, oh, I'm just trying to get her ready for the world. But with yep. Cajun, you know, I got to get him ready for, you got to take medicine, you know, and yep. you got to have, you know, the attitude. You got to have, like, that's too, that's a big yep. thing is the right attitude because, you know, when they kind of get in that teenage year, that's when you get a lot of that attitude. You yep. know, you got to make sure that's oh, yeah. where they understand how important his medicine is. Why does, you know, and he's been a lot of that this year. And when he first went to school, you know, the nurse does that. The nurse was amazing about telling him, you know, this is good. This helps you. This, you know, she was so positive about it. So he'd come home and tell me, mom, this keeps my kidney happy. It keeps me happy. So yeah. as long as you kind of also keep that attitude about it, that will help him in the long run because Absolutely. you never want them to see his medicine as a negative or as something no. wrong, you know, because yeah. that you have to be so yeah. careful. Yeah, it's it's needed, and uh, you have to have that medication. And you know, you're instilling this while he's young, so I don't think he'll have a problem, uh, you know, adapting to it. He's just gonna think it's way of life, uh, just like you know I had to adapt to it as well. And uh, he's starting while he's young, so he, you know, it's just another way of life. I'm sure uh, by the time he's my age, he'll be like, he'll be all good. So, but uh, what an impactful story, guys, uh, here on Hope with Jonathan. Uh, I really appreciate you, Janina, coming on and sharing your story of uh, faith, love, hope, and uh, surviving. And uh, just a great, impactful, uh, positive, motivational, inspiring story. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, where can people find you at uh, as far as like any kind of social media or anything like that if they wanted to contact you? I'm on Facebook. Um, okay. I'm on, you know, and you can post it in the comments. I'm on Instagram. I just recently started a group, like, um, kind of trying to get other parents, especially in South Carolina. Like, I'm all for all medical fragile kids, you know, but especially in South Carolina because I feel like there's that need for it because mm -hmm. there's not, you know, 
many, or if they are, we're all over, you know, and we don't know about each other. So we can't, you know, connect. Sometimes the hospital gives you groups, but then they're not in your area or they're not in your time. So if you can kind of find that one group where you can bounce those, hey, I'm just having a rough day, you know, um, or I just tell funny stories. Like, funny enough, the other day, you know, sometimes I talk about how, you know, like you were saying, it's, we get used to like these things in our world and this is our normal, but like, like his G2, you know, is different, but to Caden, you know, I'll never forget the day I watched my friend's daughter and Caden tried to give her a G2 because he thought it was weird. You know I mean? Like he goes up to people and he's like, I have one kidney. Do you? Cause I'm cool. Like, that's, you know, <laughs> like how many five year olds are walking around like food line going, do you have one kidney? Not many, yeah. but like yeah. for him, yeah. And sometimes I forget how normal that is in our life. Like, okay, yeah. cheap foods, medicine. And I forget, like, sometimes that that's yeah. not, you know. Yeah. But Keaton's really good about making people feel comfortable. He just, that's how he is. That's his personality. No, yeah. No, I, I totally uh, can. Um, I understand where you come from because my son had a uh, bacteria infection in his upper uh, lung. And uh, he, he had to do a hospital stay and ended up putting a, a, a central line on his side. And he had it for a little while. And uh, we were having to inject medication in it, uh, antibiotics and heparin and all these different fluids uh, to try to fight it. And I remember he would walk around to other kids and say, I have an IV. I have an IV. And it was like normal to him. Like he was just telling people. And, you know, they would look at him like, mm, you know, I don't have one of those, but, you know, but he had, he had this, had that same type of spirit. Like he didn't care. He was just telling people like I got an IV. So no, I just think kids are like that. They're, they're very observant and uh, they, they're aware and they're not afraid to tell you things, you know, so. He goes in virtual class and I'd be like, look, everybody, look at my G2 because I get the protectors. So they're like Captain America. They're the Hulk. He just, he's like, look what I got. And I'm like, because the kids are like, what is that? And he's totally like, look, it goes in and out. And I'm like, okay, you freaking the kids out. Like, you got to stop doing that. They're going to go home and their parents are going to call me. Because they be like, what is your son doing? But he thinks No, that's it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> no, but I think it's great, though, because in a, in a way, even though it's, you know, kind of comical to us, it, it brings awareness and lets people know, you know, the, the, what's going on and gets people to ask questions. You know, and stuff like that to let people know, you know, his story gives you an opportunity to share uh, your story with them as well. So I think that's impactful. That's one thing I do like. I've gotten a lot, much, like a lot better about like, I want to share, you know, bring that awareness and let yeah. people know like, it is okay. It's a tough journey. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be over tomorrow and it's lifelong, but yeah, we, you know, we, we'll figure it out. We'll take it day by day we'll get through it, you know, and like you said, with all the bumps, you kind of just roll with it and you figure it out in the end. Yeah. It's not easy, but you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Janina, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with Hope with Jonathan. And uh, I really appreciate you submitting your story. Guys, you can go over to www.kidneywarriormerch.com and uh, read Caden's story on the Warriors Wall. Uh, Kyle has a Warriors Wall page that he shares uh, Warrior Stories on, and uh, you can read his story there. It's very impactful. Uh, also, this this show will be also on uh, Hope with Jonathan YouTube uh, channel, so you'll be able to go back and watch that at any time. 
uh, really appreciate you coming on, sharing your story. And uh, I, I really, uh, I, pr I pray that you guys will stay uh, continued uh, great health and uh, God bless you and God bless Caden and, and your family. And thank you very much for coming on and sharing your impactful story. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, again, this has been another show with Hope with Jonathan. We're going to go ahead and close this show out. Uh, you guys take care. God bless. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, remember to continue to uh, be COVID minded. Uh, wash your hands, use your hand sanitizer, wear your mask, definitely in public places, even though they're even talking about, you know, lifting the mask and all this stuff. Uh, you do need to be aware that transplant patients are uh, still at risk uh, uh, from the studies that we're seeing. Uh, so you need to really be careful out there still continue to uh, be COVID mindful and uh, continue to take care of yourself. Be safe out there. But hey, guys, on that note, we're going to leave you here again. It's been another great show. Hope with Jonathan. Kyle, appreciate you coming on, brother, all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. God bless you. Take care. <laughs> yeah, no, no Mounties running around in, in uh, Toronto. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, you guys take care and uh, we need to get together sometime and do this again. It's a great, impactful show. So, but you guys take care. We're going to go ahead and end this show. You have anything to say, Kyle? No, just thank you to both of you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. And thank I'll. You. I'll go to the zoo and I'll take a picture of a moose, okay? <laughs> Janina, you have anybody that you want to send a shout out to or say hello to or goodbye to on the show? Well, I do want to thank my friend, my friend Maureen, who you did shout out. She did comment. She's another one of my rocks out there. So I have to comment for her. And then Caden Brand Reps for Littlest Prince. So they're all, a lot of them are listening because they follow with Caden. So I can't thank you guys enough. I love telling a story, so thank you for letting me share it today. Absolutely. This is also going to be uh, eventually on my podcast as well. Uh, I try to release them as soon as I can, but uh, I have a few uh, stacked up behind. But uh, eventually it will be released also on my Hope with Jonathan uh, podcast that's streaming on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, Spotify, those type of networks. So you can find it pretty much anywhere. Uh, but this live interview will be on YouTube. So anytime you want to share it, uh, I'll share it with you uh, after the show. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Appreciate everyone uh, for tuning in, sharing this show. Y'all take care. God bless you.
KidneyTrails.com. Kidney Trails is an organization that is dedicated to helping those that may be facing kidney disease by education, inspiration, and motivation, by bringing real life experience from those that have traveled the road of kidney disease, and also information from the medical professionals to help you on your journey. Guys, Kidney Trails offers blog writings from many different writers and authors who give an aspect and real life experiences with battling kidney disease, dialysis, transplant, and more. Guys, KidneyTrails.com has videos. They also offer a podcast called the Kidney Trails Podcast. And soon to be released, a comic book is coming out. Guys, for more information on this, go to www.kidneytrails.com. Hey guys, welcome to Hope with Jonathan podcast. Thanks for all the support for the podcast. Also for Hope with Jonathan. Definitely appreciate it. If you're interested in helping out and supporting what we're doing with Hope with Jonathan and the Hope with Jonathan podcast, you can definitely do so by clicking on the listener support. Also, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're also on YouTube and you can find us also on TikTok. All you have to do is type in Hope with Jonathan and you can find Hope with Jonathan podcast. You can find us on almost all platforms, uh, mainly on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Um, we're on some others, but feel free to find us on any platform that you can. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in and listening to Hope with Jonathan. Appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in to the Hope with Jonathan podcast. Really appreciate Janina coming on, sharing her story. Again, guys, you can go over to www.hopewithjonathan.com. You can listen to our podcast over there. Uh, you can check out Warriors in Need. Uh, check out our friends page. And uh, just check out uh, pretty much anything that's on there. It's, uh, I've been building it for a while, trying to get it completed. Uh, also, check out uh, the videos that are on there for uh, live streaming interviews. Uh, definitely, you want to check that out. Uh, again, guys, that'll pretty much lead uh, to the YouTube channel where you can enjoy uh, a whole list of different interviews. I think I counted the other day. I've done about uh, 50 interviews uh, within the last uh, year. So uh, there's uh, different videos on there. Also, uh, toward the beginning of my 
uh, journey with Hope with Jonathan talking about uh, home dialysis and things like that. So if you want to check those out as well, you can go over and check those out. Again, guys, really appreciate all the love and support for the podcast. And I want to send another shout out to uh, KWM, uh, Kyle Hawkers for, uh, you know, featuring uh, Hope with Jonathan uh, on his website. Also, you know, for uh, collaborating with me and uh, doing these uh, Worry of the Month uh, stories. So shout out to Kyle and KWM, www.kidneywarriormerch.com. And uh, also, guys, uh, go check out as well. I want you guys to go check out as well, www.kidneytrails.com. Uh, if you want to read some blogs about uh, different aspects of uh, kidney disease and kidney transplant, and kidney dialysis and things like that. So there's all kind of different interesting articles over there and uh, blogs that have been written by uh, many different, a whole, a whole bunch of different authors that are on there. So go check that out as well. But hey, guys, really appreciate all the support for the podcast. Again, this is Jonathan. God bless you guys. Love on everyone. And again, take care of your kidneys.